You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in, welcome in, Winning Cures Everything. Gary here, riding solo. Today is Wednesday, August the 19th, and uh, and lots to discuss today, obviously. Uh, for those of you that joined in for our SBR college football show last night, we do appreciate that. We were a little bit late, but, uh, but you know, it, sometimes we're a little late on this thing. But, uh, but on that one, we will not be late going forward. We just had some technical difficulties that we ran into, but yes, every Tuesday and Thursday night, you know what, I'll give you that, that rundown here momentarily. But let's go ahead and discuss this show. WinningCuresEverything.com is the website. Go ahead and check it out. Michael jumps in. He said, what's up, fellas? What is up? Uh, riding Solo, the Brown Yeti jumps in today on YouTube. What is going on, everybody? Hopefully, you have all had wonderful Wednesdays in whatever part of this great country you are in. It was, uh, it was nice outside today here in Memphis. It was overcast, very easy, simple, smooth, not too hot. Not too cold. What's up? Terry said, what's up? Saw y'all going live at work. I got to get back at it and risk my life. Hey, I understand. I understand. You do what you got to do. I have been risking my life from home dealing with remote work. So it has been a crazy, crazy day. I've got the two-year-old down for a nap. And I'm here by myself. And Chris is out working as well. So uh, so I wanted to make sure that we got a show in. Of course, lots to discuss. Go over and make sure you are subscribed to the podcast Look, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, because we are going live on SBR, we're going to try and do just a short podcast every Tuesday and Thursday afternoon just so that we can discuss the relevant topics of the night before and that day so that we can jump in and not have to try and fill in so much the next day, right? So Wednesdays and Fridays, we don't want to have to be filling in a whole bunch of different stuff that happened that's not really relevant anymore. So go and check out yesterday's podcast. We discussed uh, Tatis Jr., 
hitting a grand slam on a 3-0 pitch when they were already up by seven runs and whether or not that is an unwritten rule in baseball that should be broken. And we discussed uh, Kristaps Porzingis getting ejected from the Mavericks-Clippers game the night before. So go check that thing out. We uh, we have a lot to talk about, and it's a, a very short show. This one will be short as well, although we do have quite a few topics to hit on here. But, uh, but I figured we would jump in and, and have one anyway. Whether or not Chris is here, that's fine. Whether or not I'm here, that's fine. Chris can sometimes run the show solo, and sometimes I will run it solo as well. Like I was saying, Tuesdays and Thursdays, 5.30 p.m. Central Time, go over to sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. NCAA football, NCAAF. I've been giving out the wrong stupid link. I, I don't know how it got lost in translation, but it is sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. You can find it down in the description. Hopefully, I got it right this time. But either way, I will fix it if it's not ready yet. Uh, either way, go and check that out. 5.30 p.m. Central Time, live every Tuesday and Thursday on Sportsbook Review's Sports Picks YouTube page. And over at that website, go and check it out. Make sure you're subscribed. Tell your buddies about it. All that good stuff. Same way you do with this. Michael said, caught it yesterday. Good show. I'm glad that you jumped in because... I could not see the chat whatsoever. Now, we, we are going to get that fixed by tomorrow, but I couldn't see the chat. So, if there were questions for us, if there was anything like that, hopefully, uh, you know, I, I was able to go back and look at some of the, the comments. But, uh, but yeah, it, this next go-round, we will be able to respond to commenters, etc., because the way it was set up, we couldn't do it last time. But we will have it fixed this go-round. We, uh, we use a different format for this show and for that show. But we'll, we'll get it rolling. We will get it rolling one way or another. Let's go ahead and dive in. Topic number one, and it is a doozy. Former LSU running back Darius Geis, who was recently released from the Washington Redskins over domestic assault allegations, has been accused of rape by two different women while he was at LSU. And it is bananas. Uh, Michael said, yeah, it was a little different setup. It was more politics than sports. Yeah, we didn't... We didn't anticipate it becoming so political, uh, especially in the comments. We didn't, I don't think that we got super political, but either way, uh, tomorrow's show will not be that. Uh, it will still be discussing some Big Ten football, but it won't be It won't be about that. Back to Darius Geis. The allegations are pretty far out there. Um, I mean, they there is absolute... Uh, fact that can go along with some of these. It was reported to certain people. It was da 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 Now, Geis's, uh, not agent, his uh, his attorney has come out and said that these are all lies and whatnot, and you would expect that to be the case, right? Because it, a lot of this will be he said, she said. It was years ago, all this kind of mess. But there there's some crazy evidence with this stuff. So, you know, uh, we'll have to see what happens. The big thing that came out of it between the USA Today post and the uh, Sports Illustrated article was that Coach O knew about this and kept him on the team. Now, it was a little weird. One of the girls' boyfriends at the time was an LSU football recruit. Uh, apparently, the young lady was assaulted at a party. Uh, the boyfriend said the woman told him afterward about the alleged assault in her conversation with the nurse. His description matched that of the woman's. The, uh, the boyfriend redshirted his freshman year and said that he steered clear of guys because, quote, I probably would have lost my shit on him. He said LSU head football coach Ed Orgeron brought up the subject of his then-girlfriend and guys about a year after the alleged assault, telling the athlete he shouldn't be bothered by it 
He said, everybody's girlfriend sleeps with other people, the former player told USA Today. The former player said he doesn't know how Orgeron knew what happened, but he believes the coach knew it was not consensual. He said, I lost all respect for him. Uh, Orgeron did not respond to a request for comment. Now, I will say this. Uh, the woman said that when she heard guys told other players he had had sex with her, she made it clear to them it had not been consensual. Now, these girls reported these allegations to their own coaches, not to the football coaches. So one played tennis, another one was a, a diving coach or whatever, um, and one of the girls didn't even report it. One of them had a friend that, to, I mean, it was just a, a whole mess, right? So all of the, the stink this morning was that Orgeron knew and he kept guys on the football team and that's awful, right? And I understand that aspect of it, but... From what he told this player, it sounds to me like Orgeron just thought that the girl slept with Geis and that this guy didn't like it. That's what it sounded like to me. So I don't know that Orgeron actually knew what went on here, which is why I'm sure that he refused to comment because, hey, I didn't actually know what happened. Let me get some details on this and see what's going on. I I don't think that anything... Uh, I, I seriously doubt that Ed Orgeron would keep a guy on his football team who was accused of rape twice. I just, I don't buy that. Um, but, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I mean, who knows? So, along with that, you know, there's a lot of lot of information about the girls. Uh, one girl ended up in rehab. Counselors asked her to write a letter to the person she despised the most, and she wrote two guys. Uh, USA Today reviewed a copy of the letter, which does not name him, but addresses her alleged perpetrator, um, everyone seems to praise you, but if they knew you have to take advantage of girls while they're passed out just to feel powerful, they would see the piece of crap you, uh, the piece of crap that I see. I wonder what the media would say if they knew the real monster you are, et cetera, et cetera. So it's, and then it's so tennis and diving. That's what the two girls did. Uh, Michael said such a fine line with this stuff. Hard not to believe the victim, but it's a hundred percent. He said, she said, Cocho doesn't seem like that kind of guy though. That's, that's the thing. Guys was, was a superstar on that campus. So is it possible that they just swept this under the rug? It's possible. But I, I just, I don't believe that you've got a Baylor situation going on here. Uh, and, I, and I don't know that he necessarily did this or whatever. I mean, it, these are, like Michael said, very fine line here. And it's not that I don't believe the victims. You know, I, I believe that they were assaulted. Um, or at least they think that they were assaulted. And that's where it gets a little crazy, right? I, and we're not going to get into politics and, and whatnot about this, but I don't know which way to think. You know, I can be swayed either way, but I'm not going to come out with a strong stance on this because I, I don't have to. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's just, it, it's kind of ridiculous uh, that everybody is expected to have a, a super strong opinion on something, but I, I don't know the facts of the case. And, and how are you supposed to have a strong opinion on something if you don't know all the facts? Uh, Terry said, before my break's over, put the Cubs out on Gary. We need uh, the help we can get after the ass whooping. Get- yeah. Hey, you know what? Here, let's go ahead and do that since you're actually watching today. I wore it on Monday, but uh, but here we go. I got this for Terry. Here we go. Rhino for Prez 84. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, so the Darius guy stuff, I'm, I'm curious to see what is going to happen going forward. It, I don't think that there is any chance that anybody touches him in the NFL. It, one, he's injury-prone anyway. He is, he was a superstar, uh, 
Joseph said, why isn't anyone speaking to the other coaches? Should be some type of police report somewhere in particular if a rape occurred. I will say this. So if it was reported to those other coaches, and these girls say that it was reported to the Title IX office and that there was no investigation, something is really weird with that. You know, I understand how these Title IX things work, and there's got to be something there for them to investigate. Um, it, it's really weird. Michael said, I've taken both false and real reports in my prior career. It's such a great area. You can damage someone's life with accusations. It's true. You can absolutely do that. Guys, I think, was already in, in trouble anyway, but I, I think when the domestic assault stuff came out, these girls then felt comfortable enough to come out and say, you know, look, back in 2016, this happened to me. I, I'm just, I hate to see it. Uh, one girl, let's see, she said she met him for the first time in late June 2016 at a bar near LSU. She had been drinking before she arrived, and at the bar, guys bought her several Patron shots. She was extremely intoxicated, she said. Her memory of the night is fuzzy. She said, I was very drunk, way too drunk to give consent in the first place. Now, here's, here's the deal. Uh, she said a friend of the woman, an LSU athlete at the time, told USA Today she was at the bar that night. She described the woman as drunk. Guys offered to drive them home and drop the friend off first, she said. The woman made it to her, to her apartment where she lived alone. She and Guys went separate ways. Sometime after, Guys texted her asking if he could come over, and she said she allowed him to come over but told him nothing was going to happen. Uh, the woman said she was not able to retrieve a copy of the text because she got a new phone, did not keep the messages. She said she searched for it in cloud storage and all backups, but it was unsuccessful. Um, but she said that, he, you know, he forced her into a lot of things, and when she woke up in the morning, he was gone. And she told friends that, that he had taken advantage of the situation, and it's just, that's the thing, right? It, it's such a gray area. And while there's all of these details and whatnot, there's not much more to go on than that. It's you kind of have to have proof, and while that does suck, you have to have something more than this. I mean, you you allowed him to come over. You allowed, and again, very touchy subject. Don't want to get too involved with it, but uh, I am curious to see what they're going to do with these coaches. What Ed Orgeron ends up saying about it, if he says anything at all, I would not doubt that he just steers clear of it because it will eventually blow over. But I seriously doubt, getting back to the real topic that we wanted to discuss, which is Ed Orgeron, I wonder, you know, if Ed Orgeron will even say anything at all. Because I don't know that he actually knew, even though this player says that he felt like he knew. I don't think he actually knew, because I seriously doubt that he would say something to this kid, a member of the football team, and tell him, hey, it's all right, everybody's girlfriend sleeps with somebody else. You wouldn't say that. I mean, it's just ridiculous. So, let's uh, let's move on from that, and let's talk about Roy Jones. Roy Jones is scheduled to fight Mike Tyson. It was originally scheduled for September the 12th, and it is now scheduled for November the 28th. And the reason they have pushed the date back is because September 12th, they were not going to be able to have fans at this uh, at this place out in California. They just weren't. So, it was going to be a pay-per-view-only event, and Tyson's people wanted to push it back so that they could get fans in there. Uh, Michael said there absolutely has to be a police report if it was reported. What they have investigated and, and have determined should either clear and convict or convict guys. Well, that's the thing. Let's uh, Before we get into Roy Jones, the guy's situation, there is no investigation. They, they reported it to the Title IX office, or they reported it to the coaches who were supposed to report it to Title IX, and then it never went anywhere. 
And that's the problem, right? So it's on those coaches, the, the tennis coach and the diving coach, to have done something with it. And it appears that they did not do anything with it. Now, that is a problem in and of itself. But staying on the football topic, I seriously doubt that Erosion knew the details of what actually happened here. Just saying. So with that, Roy Jones, September 12th was the original date against Mike Tyson. Now it's moved to November 28th. And now Roy Jones has come out and said that he may not fight because they are going to have to sweeten the pot. The reason that they are pushing it back is because they want fans in the stands. They want to have a crowd on hand for it. But that is not going to do anything for Roy Jones. His purse that he was being guaranteed, his guaranteed money, had nothing to do with whether or not there are fans, whether or not you know it's pay-per-view buys, whatever. It, it's specifically tied to the pay-per-view buys. Now, to him, it doesn't really matter. He said, I am completely switching up my schedule for the year. If I fight on, or if I'm not supposed to fight on September 12th and now fight on November 28th, right? If I'm supposed to fight on the 12th, if that's the date that I signed up for, and now we're moving it to November 28th, which is Thanksgiving weekend. Um, and I understand where he's coming from. I, know, I get where he's coming from on this. But on the other side of it, Roy Jones Jr. has not been relevant in the sport of boxing in years. What else do you have on your plate? I mean, what, what else do you have going on here? I seriously doubt anything would be as big as a Mike Tyson comeback that you could possibly do for your career. So instead of coming out and bitching about it, just stick in the fight and let's get this thing done, regardless of how long it takes, whatever. You're in the middle of a pandemic. There is nothing that you will be able to do that will make you more money than this thing will. There is nothing that will get you more popularity that will enable you to make more money going forward than this fight right here. It's just ridiculous. At the amount of, of bitching and moaning and whatnot from people that don't deserve to be able to do it drives me insane. Roy Jones Jr. is a has-been. And so, don't get me wrong, so is Mike Tyson. But Tyson is still incredibly popular. He is much more popular than Roy Jones Jr. Roy Jones Jr. has at least fought semi-recently. Uh, Joseph said, if it's California, there might not be fans allowed on that date. More training time for Tyson is probably the real issue. Correct. Like that, That's the deal. They're not going to be able to have fans on September 12th. They may not be able to have fans on November 28th. They may end up pushing this into next year. But if you're Roy Jones Jr., you suck it up and you just do what you got to do to make sure that this fight happens. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Like, why are you complaining about when a fight is going to happen when this is the biggest thing that's happened in your career in a decade? Yeah, it just irritated me to death. So, we'll see what happens with it. We'll see if the fight actually happens or not. If not, I mean, there's no telling who uh, who Tyson might get to come back in the ring. But... uh but I was kind of looking forward to this. You know, I, I like Roy Jones Jr., or at least I did. I don't know if I do so much now, but uh, I, I thought this was going to be a lot of fun. I thought it was going to be a lot of fun, and who knows if it's actually going to happen now. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, 
so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Let's move on. Let's talk NBA playoffs. And good gracious, this is the first year since 2002-2003 that the number one seed in both divisions lost game one. The Bucks went down to the Magic, and the Lakers went down to the Blazers. Now, the Blazers are not in any kind of a position uh, to be really considered an eight seed, right? This team, when fully healthy, should have been a three or four seed, I believe. Uh, Michael jumps in. People aren't watching this fight to see Roy Jones. It's all about Tyson. Insert any has-been versus Tyson, and I'll watch. Yeah, that's that's the deal. Roy Jones Jr. is not the match setter here. He is not the guy that's bringing the hype. If you are on that train, be thankful and just go ahead and do it. Like, Just do the fight whenever they say that you can do the fight and quit complaining. Golly. All right, back to the NBA playoffs. Lakers, if LeBron gets beat in the first round here, Regardless of whether it's the Blazers or what, the Blazers are not a typical eight seed, but they are the eight seed in these playoffs. If they lose this matchup, you've got to believe that this is the end of the LeBron James era. I mean, he'll be 36 next year. This is when those elite players start to kind of tail off, and this is where you started to figure out. Not having Rondo, not having Avery Bradley, that is a killer. That is, it's just not any good for anybody involved. They need some more talent. Kyle Kuzma, I kind of expected him to step up a little bit. But when you only hit, like, what, five out of 32 threes, it's almost impossible to win in the NBA these days. You just can't do it. And LeBron, in the fourth quarter, absolutely atrocious. I mean, missing free throws, missing a a big-time three-pointer there towards the end of the game. You know, he, they needed more than than what he gave him, he, and he got a triple double. But, eh, you know, another triple double in a game where, by the end of it, you you weren't even close to being able to keep that thing in there. And and while it was only a seven point game, you just kind of knew that when it became Dame time, it was Dame time. Michael said LeBron gets knocked out by Dame, and my twenty twenty light uh, brightens up immediately. Joseph said if the Lakers lose, LeBron opts out and moves to Brooklyn with KD and Kyrie. I doubt that. I doubt that. I think he is he is in L.A. because I don't think that basketball matters that much to him anymore. I, I think it, with the pandemic and all that, I think he doesn't care. He's in L.A. for a specific reason, and that is to build his media company. That's it. That's the whole reason he's there. And, yeah, it'd be nice to get another championship, bring another one to L.A., but they, they need more talent on that team. They absolutely do. And if Rondo ends up coming back, that could help, but it ain't going to help the shooting. Uh, you need Danny Green to step up and, and be the sharpshooter that he was supposed to be. Uh, that is how LeBron works. It doesn't matter who he's got inside with him. He needs somebody that can hit those outside shots to keep defenses honest. And Hassan Whiteside, man, last night was unbelievable. Damian jumps in and says, what's up? What's up, Damian? Nice to see some more people hopping in. Yeah, it, it, that is what, what really, that's what the Lakers have to have. They've got to have their shooters hitting. And, man, last night they were awful. Five out of 32 is not going to win you any kind of NBA playoff game. Um, and now on the other side, the Bucks. The Bucks have been playing like trash basically since they got into the bubble. And they, they won a few games here and there. But 
Giannis doesn't really look right. Eric Bledsoe is okay. You know, at Middleton, whatever. But they just have not looked right. And the Magic, you know, they've been ready to go. Now, I will say this. This is the first time since 2002-2003, that was the Pistons and the Spurs, that were two one seeds. First time since then that both number one seeds have lost. Both number one seeds got to the championship or to the uh, to the NBA Finals that season. So, you know, we'll see what happens. But uh, but yeah, that that was pretty nuts to see that. We did have some entertaining basketball, and we have continued to have it today, and we'll continue through the evening and whatnot. It feels like March Madness. I mean, it's pretty crazy. Uh, Michael said, "You're absolutely right. He's in LA for Hollywood and not for the Lakers." Yeah. And playing for the Lakers, that's fine. You know, he's, he's making $25 million, whatever. All that money's going straight back into the media company. I mean, he's selling TV scripts, and he's doing movies. He's got Space Jam coming out. Like, it, it's... This lets you know everything you need to know when, on the day of their playoffs, they release the uh, Toon Squad jerseys for Space Jam 2. Like, that's... Why? Why are you interested in that? Why do that right now? Because it's getting you the most attention. I mean, that's what he's doing. Ugh. All right. Topic number four here. Raptors president of basketball ops, Masai Ujiri, is countersuing the sheriff or the part-time, whatever it is, the, the sheriff that, that alleged that Ujiri assaulted him at the end of the Raptors championship game uh, win, championship series win, against the Warriors. This guy came out and said that Masai Ujiri pushed him and assaulted him at that game, at the end of the game when he was trying to get on the court, said that he didn't have his credentials and that he fought him to get on the court. And if I'm not mistaken, I think it cost him a job. Now, I'm not, I, I don't remember all of it. I haven't read all the details and whatnot, but I think, I think that that allegation, that suit, cost him a gig. Now, I will say this. Uh, when the... When the body cam footage came out, because Ujiri's attorney, his legal team, released this. How in the world did this sheriff, or this sheriff's officer, or whoever it is, believe that he would ever win a suit with that body cam footage? Or did he just not know that it was there? If you haven't seen it, this guy actually pushes Masai Ujiri. As he is pulling out his credentials. But he pushes him and tells him to get the F out of here. I mean, it's unbelievable. Joseph jumps in. He said, saw the body cam footage. And yes, it's over that cop. Uh, It's over for that cop. He was nowhere near the court. That's the deal. Like, it was unbelievable to me to think that that guy is actually the one that sued the other guy. The guy that sued is the guy that did the initial push. And he did it twice. And he cussed at him and whatnot. I mean, it was just horrendous. So now we've got a countersuit. And you can imagine that if this did indeed cost Masai Ujiri a job as a general manager or whatever, you can bet that this this cop is going to get some serious, serious money taken out of his pocket. I mean, it's unbelievable. Just unbelievable. And he'll never be able to pay it. But man... I mean, that was just awful to see. Awful to see. Uh, the, the stones on some of these people, man. Just unbelievable. All right. Last topic of the day. Chris isn't here. I wish he was because I would love to hear his thoughts on this. 
And that is the Patriots quarterback battle is going on right now. And Cam Newton has impressed in full padded practice. And Jared Stidham threw three interceptions in their scrimmage. That is not a good thing. Uh, It says the quarterback battle in New England waged forward on Tuesday as the Patriots held their second full padded practice of spring, uh, spring practice, training camp, whatever it is. Uh, of course, this gives us a bit more insight as to who may have the edge in claiming the spot that Tom Brady held for 20 years under center when the regular season kicks off in a few weeks. According to those on the scene in Foxborough on Tuesday, the day belonged to Cam Newton. The former league MVP who is entering his first season with the Pats after signing a one-year deal with the club in July completed nine of his 12 passes during the team drills, and two of his misses were due to drops, making it an even more efficient day than those stats suggest. His one true incompletion was an overthrow of Demir Bird, who he had deep over the middle of the field. While that may be his lone blemish, it does provide some promise that his arm strength is in good form after dealing with shoulder injury over the last few seasons. Um, yeah, this is this is crazy. Uh, Joseph said, won't be the cop, it'll be the police force getting sued because that's where the money is. Yeah, uh, Michael, of course, jumped in. He said, I watched this body uh, cam footage. This is the crap that gives law enforcement a bad name. Unfortunately, there are some officers that let the power go to their heads. That's true. It's one thing to let the power go to your head in the moment, right, when you're doing the pushing and whatnot. It's a whole different thing. It's a whole different type of ego when you sue the person that you pushed for assault. That's insane. That's absolutely insane. All right, back to this Cam Newton deal. Look, Stidham... Um, he had eight of 11 throws completed, but he also had three incom- or three interceptions. So his three incompletions were all intercepted. That ain't going to get you a good day, and his showing going to get you a starting job with Bill Belichick. He does not put up with you turning over the football, period. That is the, the one no-no that you have. You do not put the ball at risk. You make the easy throw. You do the dump off. You do whatever you got to do, and that's what made Tom Brady so incredibly good is he didn't turn the football over. He didn't take, you know, risks at all. Everything was calculated. Everything happened for a reason. Stidham is young. It's going to take him a long time to get to that point. Cam Newton, if he learns to play the way that Bill Belichick wants him to play, he could end up being really, really good in this system. If it is true that Cam Newton is back and healthy, the Patriots could be an absolute force again this season. There may not be any drop-off. And I understand they had a lot of guys that opted out and all that kind of mess, but, I mean, with that said, if you got a bunch of guys opting out, if you got uh, Tom Brady leaving town, you don't have a, a real strong wide receiver core, I think something's up in New England. I think they know what they're doing. Like, I just, I trust Bill Belichick. I just trust him. Michael said, how far has Cam fell that we were talking about him beating out a career backup? Uh, shouldn't we expect this? We should, it's just that he's been injured for two years. And everybody dog-crapped on him while he was at Carolina over the past year, and then the offseason, nobody wanted to sign him because they felt like he was damaged goods. We should expect this out of Cam Newton. But at the same time, Patriots fans and everybody else around the league, because they didn't go out and draft quarterback, because they didn't go sign anybody up until they signed Cam Newton, oh, it's a, they trusted him. It's Stidham's job. They believe he's the guy. Hmm... Maybe not. Maybe not. I mean, we'll see. All right. You guys have been fantastic. I have got a lot of stuff around the house that I have got to finish up. My wife will be home in about 10 minutes, and the sun will be waking up here momentarily. For those that that see what's going on, this is what I do during the show is I watch 
this monitor to see what's happening. And uh, and he's still asleep, so we're good for now. But we'll see what happens. All right, you guys have been fantastic. I appreciate everybody for hopping in while I was riding solo today. Don't forget, tomorrow we're going to have a short podcast on whatever this evening brings. And uh, and then we are going to hop on Sportsbook Review, uh, their YouTube page. So SBR's YouTube page, go check it out. I believe it's SBR Sports is, uh, is the YouTube channel. So you can go and make sure that you do that. You can find it down at the bottom of uh, this YouTube page. And if you're watching elsewhere, Twitch, wherever, just go over to the YouTube or just go over to sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. Simple enough, right? Make it easy, sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. And we're going to have a fantastic time tomorrow. It's about a 30-minute show. Very simple. But go on and do that. We will see you all tomorrow afternoon live don't forget, winningcureseverything.com. You can find everything you need to over there. Subscribe to the podcast. We're doing podcast exclusives on Tuesdays and Thursdays to discuss all the other sports topics outside of the college football world. <sighs> it is a busy time. Busy time. We are ramping things back up. We got football coming. We got all sorts of stuff going on. Hopefully, everybody's having a good time, a good week, everything else, and hopefully, you will continue to do so. In the meantime, take care of yourself. Take care of each other. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.